This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, more agencies announce when they'll be reopening for their employees to return. It appears it's even more difficult for service members to transition out of the military if they're stationed in remote areas. And hot on the heels of National Whistleblower Day, a pair of senators want to mandate all VA employees are trained in reporting waste, fraud, and abuse. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal agencies are starting to set tentative re-entry dates for their employees. We get more from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Agriculture Department is eyeing October 1st as the date some employees may return to the office on a phased basis. Individual offices are still working out and bargaining over the details with employee unions. The Labor Department says September 7th is the earliest it will allow half of the workforce back in the office. Agencies had until last Monday to submit re-entry plans to the White House, the Social Security Administration got more time to work on its plan. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Phase three of the Multiple Awards Schedule Consolidation Initiative is underway. The General Services Administration says this includes moving all schedule holders to a single contracting officer to reduce confusion and burden. Phase three is part of the federal marketplace strategy. In addition to phase three, GSA is also improving its advantage portal, giving users more photos to go along with their search results to enhance their buying experience. Finally, GSA also says its new contract writing system called COM is deployed to 80 existing contracts under a pilot phase. More protests and more frustration fall upon the solicitation for the CIO SP4 government-wide acquisition contract. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. Another protest, another letter calling for a redo. The solicitation for the CIO SP4 government-wide contract is flailing. Pluribus Digital filed a protest with the Government Accountability Office after NITEC issued Amendment 7 that once again restructured the way small businesses can form and use their teams to bid on the vehicle. Pluribus's complaint is the third before GAO. Amendment 7 also incurred the wrath of the Professional Services Council as it wrote a second letter calling on NITAC to pull back the RFP and fix the problems and the inconsistencies. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Service members in small or remote installations are not getting the proper transition benefits when they leave the military. That's according to a new study from the Government Accountability Office. Troops leaving small bases are faced with limited local employment opportunities. Other issues include remote bases not being able to fill the minimum class sizes for transition training. The Marines are trying to mix up the demographics of drill instructors. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The Marine Corps is in dire need of female drill instructors to guide new recruits through the training process. The position is famous for its tough, no-nonsense attitude. The call for women instructors is part of the service's effort to integrate its forces. The Marine Corps is offering various means of bonus pay or lump sum payments as an incentive to recruit women to the position. Instructors are needed at Paris Island, Quantico, and San Diego. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Pentagon is refuting a recent report that it was lifting a 2018 ban of the use of Chinese-made drones. In a statement, the Defense Department said the use of drones made by leading Chinese manufacturer DJI is still forbidden due to cybersecurity concerns unless a DOD organization secures a waiver first. 
The Hill reported in early June that two DJI drone models were cleared for use by the Pentagon. The Hill cited a May report from U.S. Army Special Operations Command. The Pentagon now says the release of that report was unauthorized. The Pentagon might need to spill some details about its high-profile contractor cybersecurity program soon, though. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has more. The Senate Armed Services Committee wants a report from the Pentagon on plans for the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Program. That's a requirement included in the committee's markup of the annual defense bill released last week. The CMMC program was supposed to get started this year, but the Biden administration launched a review of the program during the spring and has said little about next steps for CMMC. Lawmakers and other stakeholders have raised questions about the program, including whether it's too expensive for small businesses. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Senate has started to clear its backlog of nominations to serve in senior civilian DOD leadership positions. In voice votes late last week, senators approved six of the president's Pentagon nominees. That means DOD now has a Senate-confirmed general counsel, Under Secretary of Defense for Research and Engineering, Assistant Secretary for Readiness, Assistant Secretary for Indo-Pacific Security Affairs, Under Secretary of the Air Force, and Assistant Secretary of the Navy for Energy, Installations, and Environment. Four more nominees for senior DOD posts have been awaiting action by the full Senate for more than a month, and another 10 have yet to have hearings before the Senate Armed Services Committee. But there are still several other key positions for which the administration has not nominated anyone at all. And a bipartisan pair of senators want to write whistleblower training for employees at the Veterans Affairs Department into law. New Hampshire Democrat Maggie Hassan and Arkansas Republican John Bozeman introduced the VA Inspector General Training Act. The senators say VA currently offers optional whistleblower training to employees. Their bill would require training for the VA workforce on how to report waste, fraud, and abuse. It would be in coordination with VA's Inspector General. The legislation would also allow VA IG to directly contact workers without the secretary's permission. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.